you know, I was, I was wondering, you know, if, if she could keep on, because the force, it, it's got a lot of power, and it, it makes me feel like, a, it, it makes me feel like, a... yes, welcome in to the best damn podcast on the planet, vibe out, Mike, vibe out, Mike. Welcome into the Bros Who Think Podcast. This is episode 266. I mean 267. Excuse me. I'm your host, Mr. Lennon Burton, aka Young Boy D with aka the People's Champ, aka Beard Gang is in the motherfucking building. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Bros Who Think Podcast. Yes, this is episode 267. Super excited. Uh, this week's episode is going to be special because interview episode. So like I was telling you with the new formats, we're going to try to figure out, uh, are we going to do it solely interview only with a little opening and closing from me? Or are we going to include it in the main show? That's what I want y'all to let us know as you're listening to this. Also, super excited before I introduce, uh, well, t- today's guest is none other than hip hop artist, movie thespian, uh, movie director, uh, podcaster, all around Renaissance man. The title of this episode is Renaissance Man. We have special guest Adam Dollars coming on the podcast. Super excited for that. We're going to talk to Adam about his new podcast, The Re-Up, with former LSU running back and former NFL uh, Bengals running back Jeremy Hill. We're also going to talk to him about his documentary that he has coming out uh, about one of the most prolific high schools in Baton Rouge history. We're also going to talk to him about his music. When's the new when's the new stuff coming, dollars? We got to know. So we're going to get into all of that in more with the interview. Before we get to that, uh, also want to uh, make sure I reiterate May the 6th, May the 6th, May the 6th, May the 6th. This upcoming Saturday, it's going down. BWT Live, baby. Bros Who Think Live will be going down at 1600 Government Street at Yes We Cannibal. Very interesting about the name. I'm going to ask him about that when we get there. But Bros Who Think Live featuring Gyra will be going down May the 6th. Super excited for it. Extremely excited. Also, we're going to have a panel with Adam Dollars, Gyra, Jazz, uh, Jalen Quinn. Hip hop and uh, out hip hop and record label executive, and we're also gonna have producer, engineer, owner of Swagger Studios and Swagger Media, my man Swagger. And what that's gonna be is us discussing to you about the industry, the music industry, the podcasting industry, how to make a movie, how to make podcasts, how to make music. What what to expect once you're in the music industry? How to deal with these labels? You're gonna be able to ask some of the some of the guys who are some of the best at their craft in this state who are trying to grow to the levels that we all want to get to. You're gonna be, asked, be able to ask them questions and more. And then, just like the podcast, how that's part one, part two is me sitting down with Jira to discuss his new album, which I'm I'm super excited for. If you haven't listened to Jairo's new album, I don't know what you're talking, I don't know what you're doing. I really don't know what you're doing. Like, if you have not listened to a guide 
to recognizing your saints, you're tripping. So we're going to talk to him about that. You were also, you're going to be able to ask him questions about that. It's going to be amazing. And then on the ones and twos is the DJ for the event. We got my man, Jazz. So make sure you're in the building. It's free entry, 5 p.m. Central Time. Yes, we cannibal. May the 6th, Bros Who Think Live, BWT Live. It's going down. Super excited. We're, we're going to do a podcast episode next week with Reg and Jazz, but I'm letting y'all know if everything works how I'm planning, BWT Live will be the episode for the following week. And after BWT Live, that's when we're going to start getting into the streaming. I've been working a lot on BWT Live, making sure it's great for you, the listener. Super excited for that. So we're going to hopefully, fingers crossed, if everything works out right, have video, have audio of BWT Live for you. The panel, as well as the interview with Jaira discussing his new album. But without further ado, let's get into the interview with my man Adam Dollars. And then after... I may talk about the NBA playoffs for a little bit. If not, I'm going to save that for uh, prime time. We'll see. But without further ado, let's get into the interview with Adam Dollar. Right. Yes, 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 yes. Bros who think network. Yes, we got a special guest. This week's episode is special. We're doing it in a different format. Because we have special guest, rapper, musician, movie writer, we podcaster, we got all around thespian and renaissance man. You bringing it back, the, the, a true thespian and renaissance man, Mr. Adam Dollars. Dollars, welcome to the show, brother. Thank you for being here, my man. Oh, man, I'm glad y'all having me here, man. I'm glad to be here, man. Look, you was one of the first rappers I tapped in with NBR. And I think I think this is what I like about this. Enough time has passed to where both of us have grown. And I'm just proud of where we've grown. And now we get to chop it up about what's been happening. You know what I'm saying? Right, definitely. <laughs> for sure, for sure. So talk to me because I say Renaissance, man, because your hands in so many different different jars. How does it right. feel from where you were when you were just making, you know, just making music, making great music? To now, podcast, movie, and more music coming. It's a different space, you know. Um, when you're just making music, you start feeling that pressure of like, oh, I gotta put out something every few months. I gotta, I gotta keep the fans and you know the listeners occupied. But now, you know, when you're dabbling in a lot of different fields, you can kind of just, you can do it when you feel it. You can do it when you're motivated. You know. Um, like I said, you know, even when you're not releasing it, you you steady recording, you steady creating new new sounds and new songs. But you know, just working your creativity in different ways, it just very it just evens it out more. You know, like you don't feel that pressure that you once felt at one point in time. For sure. And let me ask you, do you have a favorite, or is it you love them all equally but different loves? Um, oh, that's a tough one, man. I'm not gonna lie, man. I really. Music always gonna be my favorite. Like, sure. you know, I'm, it's 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 a clouded market at this point in time. And I feel like, you know, um, just with all the new tech things coming out, like everybody's waiting for like the next outlet. Like what's gonna yeah. be the next thing to wave way to uh wave to release music and stuff. So music is by far the most difficult. Um, 
because of how you roll it out. Um, you got to deal with all the other releases. But as far as like the film and stuff like that, that's tougher because the amount of funding you have to raise and get access to to be able to complete something, you know, depending upon how big that project is. Mm -hmm. And see, so. now, and look, see, I'm going to, I want to ask you about AI and music, but I'm going to save that for our <laughs> conversation on May the 6th. You can be there, 5 o'clock, Bros Who Think Live, BWT Live, Adam Dollars, Jaira, Swiger for present, Swiger Music, uh, Jalen Quinn Jazz. We will be doing a panel talking about the music and media industry. So that question will be asked there. But you talked about the distribution of music, and this is why I love bringing you on, because you're going give, to give us these gems. How does it feel being the type of artist you are where you make music that not only makes niggas thinks to where a year later they're going to say, oh, I just caught this bar. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but at the same time, you still make great sounding music. So it's, it's great sounding music with good lyrics. How have you been able to navigate the TikTok era? And do you like the idea of you can blow up on TikTok, but is that sustained success? You know what I'm saying? I think it's, man, I really think it's just a different market that each artist have. Like some artists are going to win on TikTok. That's just the sound of the music, the audience, and some aren't. But like there's so many artists out there that's killing it that's not hot on TikTok. And there's a lot of artists killing it on TikTok that I've never heard of. Back so, you know, I think that that's one of the big wins of the streaming era. Like, although it has its negatives, it's like now you can be very successful and still not be a quote unquote superstar, be on a radio or be on a TV every second of the day. So um, me personally, I don't think the TikTok audience is for me. I think I'm I think I I mean, I think I'm past that phase. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm just more for, for a deeper thought process, not for a click quick. Uh, I mean, a quick click. So um. It's not for me, but I definitely respect it because, I mean, just truth and all, like, there's not really, I mean, I'm not really listening to those things, but there's some good stuff that come through there for sure. And it leveled the playing field. Like, to be honest, you, as someone who, whether you're a musician, a podcaster, being on TikTok is the out, the algorithm is the best one, in my opinion, if you're, if you're talking about compared to Instagram, Twitter, or whatever. The algorithm actually helps people find new things. Whereas on yeah. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, it's like you got to get rolling for them to oh, put, yeah. your, put your shit everywhere. Whereas TikTok, <laughs> it, they will. Do you think there's a way for a lyricist to become popular through TikTok? Or do you think because of the format of how it is, the quick clicks, that'll be hard to, to really soak in what a lyricist is trying to convey? Um. I think that is it's always possible. It's always possible because every time we'd be like, oh, that'll never work. Somebody, Somebody does that. it, yeah. I, I think it's just there has to be the right content, right? I think that, I mean, I mean, ever since, you know, people was, you know, myself as I was young, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the great rappers didn't make great songs. And that's still a thing, that's still a thing to this day. So it's like if somebody might get on there, they might do a thing where they put up a bunch of dope freestyles. But they have to be able to put out the dope music to come along with it. You know what For I'm sure. saying? No, no, I get what you're saying. And like, I think that's something that I have been seeing lyricists do is like you're saying the quick bar bars freestyle. And it's like, if you like those bars, you go check out that long form content in, in the music and the album. Let me ask right. you, let me ask you this, because when I talked to you, it was pre pandemic. How did the pandemic affect you as an artist, affect your music and then affect you personally? Oh man, it, it, man, if, if you're an independent artist, 
you're lying if you say that the pandemic didn't affect you. Like it affected everybody. Like people were um consuming things differently. They started consuming different things, all live shows and things that uh shows that was booked all was canceled. You know what I'm saying? That's really the reason how I got into uh, working with the film stuff. I got bored. <laughs> Real. Okay. See, I, I'm glad I asked that. So now we it gets us the roadmap to the film. Talk to us about that for those that don't know what you're working on and, and what you developed through the pandemic. Yeah, so at the start of the pandemic, it was the start of the year. I had like three shows like ready to go um had already started getting the show disc and stuff together for it and boom you know it hit shut everything down which we kind of knew a few weeks before you know we was anticipating it so we're sitting around working on a few different projects still still writing and stuff uh still doing those things and then um you know hit up one of my homeboys i said man i just you know i've been having ideas about maybe doing some type of documentary type deal for some years now but just never found a space for it i'm like yo i got an idea let's try to execute we went out there one morning, took some shots, uh, went and got some old footage, pieced it together, um, pitched it to some of my homies that's in the film industry. Um, they loved it. They was like, yo, man, what do you think about uh, pitching this to LPB to get you started? I'm oh, like, yeah. hey, well, you know, I'm with it. We sat down uh, with the executive producer, Linda Midget, over there, and she was like, yo, I want to do this. We signed the paperwork, and we was a go. Hell yeah. So what is the documentary about that that you're working on? Okay, so the documentary is uh titled Only on the North Side. Um it's uh it's about uh the old uh now defunct Redemptors High School in Baton Rouge who just like late nineties, early two thousands, like they just developed a, a football powerhouse. You can say basketball Real. too. They won the basketball championship or uh, one of those years. And you know, we've seen a lot of films like that, but they're from other places and mm -hmm. no, nothing about us, yeah. Nothing about us, and then to think that you know, as small as the population is in Louisiana, how many professional athletes we put out is insane. So we don't have anything about any of the high schools here, anything like that. So thought it'd be a cool story to put together, man. And you know, I got a lot of support about it. We're still in uh, we got a lot done, but we still got a lot more to do. But uh, looking to get it completed uh by the end of the year or early next year. Look, hell yes, the fact <laughs> that you are making something about this area when this area's main love is sports. Like th 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 there's no place in America that loves sports more than Southern Louisiana. And, <laughs> and, and look, I'm letting you know now, whenever you getting ready to release it, I will not only cover it here, but I'm gonna cover it at the radio station, at the radio station I work for the sports station. We're going to bring you on. I'm gonna write about it. Like we, I, I really want to support this because I think this is huge not only uh for the sports area, but as a black creator, for you, right. this is something that you could start in in boom a film a, a whole film legacy. Is that is that something you're considering after this? Oh yeah, we we definitely want to keep it going. Uh, we have a, a lot of ideas in the tank. Um, I mean, I got a lot of ideas. They they tend to love everything that I think of, but you know, um, we just got to start with funding. Yeah, it always funding um <clears throat> how hard is like, that man like re real talk because because as a doctor people don't people don't people think you could just go film something and put it out like that is a huge misconception if you want it to look halfway decent you need money and and that's and that's looking we didn't talk about sounding yet <laughs> oh yeah sound sound is the number one thing that they're gonna talk about uh all the time i mean <laughs> I mean, people don't understand that like a regular documentary, if it's gonna look halfway decent, you're definitely gonna spend eighty to a hundred grand. Easy. 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 And and they don't understand that. So, you know, a lot of times they don't understand a lot of films that they watch, especially independent films, like man, people spend five, ten years 
building a financial bank and to be able to complete it. They get the right people to work on it, the right people on board. So it's it's definitely a process. Like we moved fast because I had some dedicated individuals who was just you just down. knew some you knew some good people, yeah. Yeah, you know, and you know they just happen to be top tier guys with their craft. But you know they got a lot of other stuff going on, just like I got a lot of other stuff yeah. going on. So we find space to be able to create that at this point in some time. And see, that's why I talk about me wanting to support it as much. I I I, I beg other people who are watching this, like shout out to Ron who works for Jordy Colletta's show. Shout out to, because I know you're going to be posting this. Shout out to everybody listening to this who's a media person. This is something we need to support because, like he said, it, it, it's something that took a lot of work. It's something that, that cost a lot. But the content is there, and if we want more stories told by us and told for us, this is something you got to support. Talk to me just about the concept. How good How good was this school for people don't know that don't know? Um. And football, they won the uh, the 4A championship 2002, 2003, and 2005. In 2000, and 2003, no, 2002, they won the football and basketball championship. Um, <clears throat> they was uh, I it mean, was dogs then. <laughs> you know, I was young then. You know, when this was going down, but man, um. Yeah, it's something that you would have to see with your own eyes. Like, as good as guys, like, we got a lot of good good high school teams in Louisiana now, but as good as people think those teams are, nah. <laughs> hey. Okay, so that, that makes me excited for the documentary, like you said, coming out sometime next year. Super looking forward to that. Now, for those, for, for those that's wondering, I got to tap in with the music fans. What's the word? I know the people want to know when Dollar's coming back. Hey man, I've been I I worked on quite a few records for 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 quite a few other artists lately. Um, I got a but I do have uh, some of my own uh music dropping again uh next month. Like it's been a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's definitely been a while, man. But you know, uh, I've tapped back and I've been recording for a good little minute, man. I just haven't put nothing together that I really was proud of, but uh. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I feel like I'm all the way tapped back in, man. I'm. I'm hitting another stride right now, man. I'm. 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 I'm like you say, the Renaissance, man. I'm. I'm getting to my second Renaissance right now. I'm, uh... <laughs> yes, sir. And then you look. If there's anybody that that is the definition of that that phrase, it's you. How important was because we see, like you said, some artists put stuff out every month. How important was it for you to take? And I don't even want to say take a break, but to 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 spread out the releases and. and and pick and choose when you're going to work on music. And was that, did that allow you to have more life experiences to talk about? Or was it refreshing because you found a different zone to tap into writing? Just talk to me about what that break meant. Man, I think, I think we all need it sometimes. I think, and you know, sometimes we see it like, you know, with some of the more popular artists in the world, like, you know, somebody be like, oh, you know, so-and-so they haven't dropped in so long. It's like, man, it don't matter how much money you got or how popular you is or how famous, like everybody needs that break sometimes. Yep. And sometimes the mental space is just not there. Like sometimes people are creating, but they're just not creating at the level that they feel like they need to be. And we always hear creators talk about that also. So I think it was just a little bit of both. Like I really needed it though. Like I needed to put myself in a position where <clears throat> I feel like I could develop the best sound and come back with new sounds, things people haven't heard before. So, um, I'm definitely excited about everything that I worked on for myself and other people coming out soon. So, hell yeah! Now, do you have any like just to give us a little insight? Not necessarily which you, not necessarily your sound specifically, but 
what anything you've been listening that's been sparking you that's like oh okay i like the where this is whether that's like some 60 soul you know anything that that's really been channeling you know some 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 sparking some some uh juices in you making some making you uh get the creative juices flowing man a lot of times man i, I get motivated by guys a little younger than me man okay. just watching thing like you like you know we have the event coming up with Jaira. Like, you know, I was in contact with Jaira a few months back. You know, we were supposed to do some some work together. And, I mean, we, we don't sound alike or we don't rap alike, but he reminds me a lot of myself, though, because he kind of just – he got his route. He know what he want. He's very outspoken and yep. opinionated, but he's, he's going to go for it. You know what I'm saying? And nobody can tell him anything different, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I've really been enjoying watching his growth. I always keep up with him. You know what I'm saying? I think uh, – I always tap into the old stuff, man. The old stuff always get me going because it's like you you hear like that sense of like as 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 crazy as as as, as Ye may be sometime, man. Listening to old Ye, it's a different. The, bro, I forgot how good he was, man. Like out of all the craziness that he been going on, uh, while that was going on, I I listened to late registration to see if I was like if if I if the feeling was you know what I'm saying, like to see like yeah. is this the same guy and bro. It's, it's it's a different level of creativity when you listen to them early shits. It's different, man, because people being people still be hungry, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They ain't made money, but you know, they ain't made no hundred millions, you know what I'm saying? So it's like the hunger is still there to prove that that you know they 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 are the best out, you know, which everybody should think that they are, you know. Facts. And we're gonna talk more about this at the panel, but I want to get your thoughts now and, and starting the conversation that can lead to the panel. What's been your thoughts of the BR scene? And, and and then we could spread that out to the Louisiana scene in general. Currency just drops a big project with JD, which I think is huge for Jet Life. You see uh, YM starting the whole new young money with all of them and everything got on there. They got uh, the, the loyalty club doing their stuff over there in New Orleans. BR, like you said, Jaira doing his thing. Caleb Brown is killing it over there with what, what he doing in BR. I, I don't really know too much about Lake Charles, but Lafayette got their thing going on with Jay Sand and, and Chris and everything going on. What's your thoughts of the Louisiana rap scene as a whole? And then we can zero in on BR. Man, we could we could we could literally say probably for a fact that Louisiana is the most influential state in America. I agree. Everything everything from like we talk about everything from sports, the way we talk, um the just, dances yeah, yeah, everything musically, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like so when I see things like that, man, it's always good, man. Like, I feel like we, I feel like the issue is we always started it. We just never finished it. You know what I'm saying? But now I feel like things has developed now. Now I feel like you say the playing field is even. Like, a lot of times, like, I mean, let's, let's be real. Ten years ago, there's there's there, there's there's no me. There's no Jiry. There's nothing in Baton Rouge like that. We, we couldn't have survived because the – the, the the era of music was too strong back then you know what yeah. i'm saying it was one style now, yeah but now you know it's an even playing field people got the ability to do different things and and just like you say like the tiktoks and all those websites allow people in those type of spaces to be able to reach the audience that they that is designed for so i mean it, it's looking good man like i think i think the next five to ten years will be like really really good for the entire state as far as uh the music scene and and the influence that we have on the rest of the country for sure. Like, and, and it's crazy. You're absolutely right. When the best young artist is from Baton Rouge, like no one can, can tell me anything about young boy. Look at his numbers. Look at the influence that he has on, on just the world around the, the biggest, one of the best young basketball players says a line 
that a Louisiana dude made after every time they win. It's a parade inside my city. Like, that's talking about influence. Look at the the gritty and look at what, what Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase have been doing, influence and fashion around the world, influence and culture. Like, like you said, and it starts in Baton Rouge and it spreads out and it goes to goes throughout the world. How important is it for you to leave your legacy and add your name, a part of that tapestry of Louisiana, of getting things coming out? Man, um, I actually had this conversation a few months ago with, with Rob Markman. Um, I'm pretty sure if anybody's tapped him around. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just dropped that like, like it was nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, me, me and Rob, like, whenever we talk, we talk for, like, the longest. And we was on the phone talking, and, you know, he actually mentioned it. He was like, man, you know, one thing you got to look at is that your journey is not going to be like everybody else's. And he told me, he said, Adam, like, honestly, like, you one of the best rappers I've heard. But Thanks. he was like, you, you won't have the young boy career. That's that's not for you. But he was like, even though you may never have the career of young boy, young boy never be able to direct the movie. He'll never be able to have a successful podcast. So just like he'll have things that you can't have, you'll have things that he can't have. And you just got to learn to embrace your journey. And I think that that's what a lot of people can't do. You know, they just they they want what everybody else wants instead of just getting what's for them. And I love that you said that. My mom always said growing up was for you is for you. And it's always going to be for you. You can't worry about what everybody else got. How how important? Well, let me not say how important. How difficult was it for you? Because I think that's an ego thing to kill that ego and say, look, just because I know I'm the best rapper, that's not necessarily the route. I'm not going to have that young boy route. How? How difficult was you for you to kill that ego and say, look, I'm I am a renaissance man. I direct movies. I make podcasts like, yeah, I may not have the top stream song on YouTube, but I'm giving people culture and flavor that they don't get from anywhere else. And, and I'm a renaissance man at that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my that's going to put me in the Hall of Fame. How important was it to kill that ego? Because I think it's hard when it's like, you know, you're this good. You know, you're this. And it's like, I'm not getting the views that, that correspond with how good I know I am. Man, I, I always say, like, entertainment is the one business in the world you're going to see a lot of people that you're better than pass you up a lot, way more than one time. You know what yeah, I'm <laughs> So, 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 so I, I think over time you have to understand that that's the business. Like, I can't, I can't get out there and play a guy one-on-one -on -one and rap. You know what I'm saying? I can't, you know, a team is not coming to pick me up. I can't go run track because I ran in the fastest time. Like, I can run the fastest time and rap as much as I want, but that don't mean that they're giving me the first place trophy. Gotcha. And people got to understand that that's, that's part of the game and that's part of the industry. But like I said, you know, as time has moved on, I think that we've all, we've gotten to a space where, you know, artists don't need that. Like, sure, they're going to have artists that's going to have sellout arenas at, with 20,000 people. But then we also going to have artists that got venues that sell, sold out at 4,000. Mm -hmm. It's still a sellout. Exactly. <laughs> you're still making money and you're still impacting lives. Yeah, and it's like, you know, and sometimes, like, honestly, like, we've seen it before. Sometimes the biggest the biggest star is not always the most impactful. You know what I'm saying? Um, They're not always, you know, like, I mean, we could go down a list. I don't really like to say a lot of names. And stuff. But no, we go down a list. Sure, yeah, for sure. Like, that, that's yeah, just like something we, that that is with just life. Like, and I think you see it by it, 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 some of it's how many people you help. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
people remember people who helped others, who changed and brought people up. Whereas there's sometimes the biggest stars, they're not bringing other people up. Is the people with the 4,000 venues sold, the 10,000 venues sold, that's bringing people up. And then you see the longing impression as it's like, oh, this guy was influential in this, 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 this person's career. And it's like, he left the impact by not only bigging himself up, but he helped others as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. That's that's always the goal. Like, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes, you know, as individuals, we'll, we'll hurt ourselves because, you know, we try to help others too much when we're not in a space to, but it's just endless, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I always, I always say that. I'd be like, man, as, as much stuff as black people that went through, we the most helpful people. <laughs> we'll always try to and help. We can't somebody. help it. We can't help it. That's just who we are as in nature, man. It's like, and and I and I don't fault. And, and you know what? As much and as bad as that is, like you said, like we could we could keep getting hurt, but we are gonna help people. I think that's a sign of of a pureness, of like a of like a a wholesome quality that I'm glad we have. You know what I'm saying? Like if we didn't have it, I don't know if I'd like that because that makes us to me inherently good. When humanity isn't inherently good, man, there's, there's, making uh, people, people get mad. Whatever, I would quote me on this. There's no other race on the face of this earth that could go through what black people have been through and still maintain the level of sanity and just the level of being able to maneuver in society that we do with a clear head every day as a whole. Like nobody yeah. else would ever. Everybody else be tearing shit up. Like <laughs> you know, for sure. And like. They test it up now. Yeah, no, did. facts. <laughs> You're absolutely right. No, he absolutely right. Now, let me ask you, before we get you up out of here, talk to me about the pod, baby. Episode one. Yes. I'm so excited for your pod because, like you said, we don't get our stories. And the fact that you with Jeremy, y'all going to get to talk about Louisiana legends. Like, I'm excited for when Jeremy get in his bag of people he was playing in AAU. And when we get, like, them old stories <laughs> when y'all bring in somebody older. That that's gonna tell the old story, but then I like having the young guests on because we get to know about how the sports culture is today. So y'all y'all have a very beautiful opportunity to tell Louisiana sports stories, past and present, through that podcast. Well, yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, man, Baton Rouge is statistically a chocolate city. You know, majority of Metro Baton Rouge is is black folks, but you know, we got an HBCU, got Southern University, and we got LSU on the other side of town. Uh, on the field on Saturdays, majority of the product at both of those schools look like me. Yep. But turn the radio on, podcast, anything in Baton Rouge covering the sports, nobody looks like me. Not a lot of um, us. Yep. Not, not a lot of us at all. You know, and there's mass communications at both of those universities. So, <laughs> so you know, having conversations with Jeremy was talking, and he was like, you know, working at um Guarantee at 104.5 ESPN. You know, you go into the media side of the press box. He said, there's only two other brothers in there. Bro, at my station it's just they, me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and it, so it was like it's only ex players. So I was like, oh. you know, we should we should do this. Like you and, know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm glad he said that. Not to cut you off because you're saying a vital point. It's ex players, and that's why I'm so happy you're doing it. Because if you look at Louisiana media inside people who cover sports that aren't ex players, I can count them on two hands. <laughs> me, yeah. you. You got the three brothers at KTC. You got a couple in New Orleans, and that's it, bro. That is it. And it is so important that we support each other because there's not a lot of us. There's not. 
No, it's not many. And, and a lot of times, I mean, just keeping it real, which is a, a conversation that, you know, we tend to have amongst each other. It's like, and then they they kind of handpick the brothers that's not necessarily on the same type of timing that somebody like me is on. So yeah, that's a fact. That's a fucking fact. No, you're absolutely right. And and it's okay. like they want people to be to to watch what they say. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's a fact. So talk to me about the pod, man. Tell us when, when y'all release, like and, and how was how excited are you for, for the journey y'all about to go on? Man, it's so uh, it's moving pretty fast, man. Our first episode came out last Friday. We interviewed uh, LSU quarterback Ricky Collins just came in, uh, went to Woodlawn and Baton Rouge. Um, thought it'd be a good interview because I mean, it was great. I, I didn't know. He, was, I didn't know the school he went to was trash and he made them kings. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, because I mean, honestly, a lot of people don't, we don't think about it often, but the last quarterback that started at LSU from Baton Rouge was like Marcus Randall way back, you know, yeah. early Nick Saban was there. So, um, we haven't seen that, and you know, we haven't seen him even have a quarterback on a roster from Baton Rouge in a minute. So, I think it was a good interview to get him in. You know, we started off with him. We had another guest scheduled that was way that, that would have kind of blew the top off, but he backed out. But I think it was good. He backed off. We started smaller. Um, but he was a good guest, man. He's a good guy to talk to. He got a good story. I'm really rooting for him, man. Like, um, but uh, we don't really have a time schedule for when we're gonna release. Like uh, we gonna release them as we get them going, but we we working with a lot of sponsorship opportunities right now, getting a lot of things in order. So uh, we definitely gonna be keeping it moving though. Uh, just today we just hit a thousand views on the first video, so I'm I'm, I'm stoked about that, man. Hell yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah, bro! It was it like I told you off air. I I keep it I keep it the same privately as publicly. I love that first episode, and I think y'all got something special. And y'all got a I subscribed literally the other day. Y'all got a subscriber <laughs> in me, and I'm gonna watch it and. And I'm 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 a fan of uh, his name is Richie, correct? Richie? Oh, uh, Ricky Collins, yeah. Ricky, Ricky, excuse me, Ricky Collins. After hearing Ricky's story, I'm all the way in. I will be watching his LSU career from the jump. And I think that's something special y'all could do with a lot of these up and coming young guys because it it shows fans their story and they get their story from a real perspective and not the perspective of the classic. Oh, what do you like about football? What is the, 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 the typical rundown questions and whatnot? Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think that that's our goal. Like, our goal is to tap in with, with the, the new guys or the transfers. Like, I mean, we know that every team has its big names. And, you know, these guys' schedule are, are, are overloaded at this point in Facts. time. But you, uh, so, you got to so, go through 17 people to get <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, everybody be like, oh, I know you can get whoever. I'm like, nah, they leave me on red. <laughs> See, they don't. I'm so happy you said that. They don't understand. Even with Jeremy, even with all the connects you got, you still got to go through a, a, a 15 million hurdles. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh, it, it never stops. They always say, "Oh yeah, man, I got you. We gonna do it." Then when it's time, it's like, "Oh, we gotta do another time." Or they get they get ghosts. You gotta check back in over and over again, man. It's a process. Hey, oh, yeah. thank you so much, dollars, for coming on the show. Thank I appreciate y'all can he will be at BWT live May 6th, five o'clock. Be sure to be there. 1600 Government Street at Yes We Cannibal. Before we get you up out of here, of course, we're gonna get your socials. But after every interview, I don't know if you remember your answer, but I asked everybody if you're the writer, director, producer to the to, to your movie, to the Adam Dollars movie, how do you want it to end? I don't know if you remember your answer, but now that you are a writer, director, and producer, how do you want the movie to end? 
Hey man, I've been I've been a, I've been a guy that's been dedicated to 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 the work and the hustle for like so long. So you know, I, I just wanted to end. You know, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, man. Just sitting in the house, looking at the nice big backyard, just you know, and the family there, man. Just just soaking it all in, just thinking back on everything I've been able to accomplish, and you know, just. Just like that, man. <laughs> hey, look, I, I went to look for your last answer before I, because I knew I was going to ask you. You're a real dude. You said something very similar the first time. Very similar. I, you said, he <laughs> said you just wanted to look back at your life in a big backyard, be with your people. I respect that. Even with the growth and everything, this man is still, still the same humble and hungry dude. And Adam Dollars is someone that I will be a fan of until he stops. Even when he stops putting out shit, I'm going to be a fan of this dude because he's a real dude. Thank you so much, Dollars. Tell the people they can follow you at on social media where they can get the re-up and all your good content you're putting out. Oh, yeah, man. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam Dollars, A-D-A-M-D-O-L-L-A-R-S. The same exact thing on Instagram, uh, A-D-A-M-D-O-L-L-A-R-S. Uh, you can follow the re-up on uh, YouTube and subscribe to uh, the re-up podcast. Um, Black and white symbol in the logo. They got a few frauds that's pretending. So, you know, you might. <laughs> yeah, yeah, got to follow. Try to. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, we're going to put the pod in the description of this video as well so people can find it. Definitely, definitely. That's love. But, like, you know, get at me, man. You know, I'm here. Hell, yeah. And, and look, this dude, I, I got to say this before we get up out of here because th this is how real he is. I called him up, explained the idea for BWT Live maybe for a second. He's like, I'm in. And 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 that's real because he he knew I'm I'm not gonna ask him to be part of no bullshit and we're gonna produce great content and that's why I respect Adam Dollars. He is about his people through and through. Thank you so much, man. And uh we're gonna talk soon. All right, appreciate you, Lynn, man. Appreciate y'all for having me, man. Shout out to my man Adam Dollars for coming on the show. Super, super thankful for that. Look, make sure like 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 we talked about. BWT Live. If you want to hear more, we're gonna be talking about AI and music. We're gonna be talking about a bunch of stuff. Saturday, May the 6th, May the 6th, this upcoming Saturday, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock at 1600 Government Street, Baton Rouge, at the Yes We Cannibal building. Make sure you slide through. It's going to be a great time. Jazz is the DJ. We got a panel with Swiger, Jalen Quinn, Adam Dollars, Jaira, and myself, and Jazz. And then the main thing is is me and probably Jazz as well asking questions to Jaira about his new album, having the conversation, and then you, you, the the listener, the viewer, the person in the building will get to ask questions in both parts of the show. Super excited! We wouldn't be shit without you. You have given me the ability to feed my family. You have given me the opportunity to live my dream, and I'm so 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 thankful from the bottom of my heart and now i know i know the release schedule has been a little wonky this past week it's finally getting back to normal i i got a new job as well at my old job i still am the morning host of my morning show from six to nine but i'm also the co-host of my boss dave schultz's show and his producer from three to six so we had to figure all that out but this week bros who binge with myself and Lil Reg, that'll be dropping on Wednesday. The Bros Who Think podcast will be dropping on Friday. Run It Back will be out this upcoming Thursday. 
So be sure to check that out. You're probably going to get two running backs, if I'm being honest, one on Thursday and one on the weekend. Anime Talk will drop this week, finally. Got I just got to talk to Chris, make sure one date is secured. And then throughout the week, Jazz, myself, Versen, and Christian will be giving you anime and manga content on the YouTube. Make sure you tune into the YouTube as well as, also, totally forgot, Tuesday, the latest episode of the Primetime Podcast will be out. And that's where I'll talk the NBA playoffs with my man Charles. But all I got to say is, Dylan Brooks, see you later, you bum, LeBron. I, look, y'all know me. If you listen to this podcast, I don't cheer for Brown that often. I respect his greatness, but I was cheering for Brown. It's hard to cheer for Brown when AD's on his team, but Dylan Brooks was just a villain, and I'm so happy he's out of here. We're going to talk more about that on the Primetime Podcast this upcoming Tuesday. Make sure you tune in. Stay touched to all the Bros Who Think podcasts, and make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening. It helps us a lot. But until Friday for this pod, I'll talk to you then. Until then, peace.